I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill It Now. My name is Marcus Bronzy, joined by the ledge. That is Nick Brighter. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Uh, this is our quick review episode where we talk about stuff that we've been killing some time with, how we've been killing a bit. Before we press record today, though, Nick, if you can help us with this, this is great. There's a song that Nick was singing just before we press record that I, I don't know the name of it and I just want to hear it. It, it goes, am I, can I do it? Or should you, I want, you do it better, Nick, though. Go on. I mean, I don't... I, I don't know if better is the is the right word, but it's 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 on a TV advert in here in the UK, um, and I don't know what advert it's on. Before you go, couldn't you just look for the advert? No, I, I don't remember. But it, it goes. That's how it goes. Help us, please. Thank I mean, you. it's Marcus who's mainly looking for it. I don't even know why I started singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I was like, I need to know this song, bruv. <laughs> anyway, right. So, how have we been killing time? Um, you may have noticed that there wasn't an episode last week because Nick and I were busy. Nick was working and I was away on the holiday. I went to Devon, Nick. I went to a place called Cofton. Uh, and how I ended up there was, um, you know, I reviewed that nugget, that massive Ford Transit van that was converted into a holiday home or an RV. Um, a camper van. Uh, so when I was, I, I, I went to Cofton to review the camper van in a real place that was an actual campsite and it was great. I had a great time listening back to the episode where we discussed that. I also saw these lodges on the way out of Cofton where we we're staying and was like, they look all right. And someone was like, these are the new eco lodges that we built in 2020 and they've got hot tubs. And I was like, I want to come back and I want your hot tub, please. So long story short, I went there for a, a few days Man went to Devon, Exeter, yeah, near Exmouth Beach, and went and stayed in one of their eco lodges. And what's nice about Cofton is they do try and look after the environment as well. So their eco lodge, and by the way, not a hashtag ad, please. They did give me an extra couple of days, but I was going there. Man paid for his ting, yeah? Uh, wow. Yeah, bruv. Uh, they got solar-powered lodges, so they got solar panels on top, uh, and they use bioelectricity. So it's an eco-friendly site. Do you want to know what bioelectricity is, Nick? Go on then, hit me with it. Shit. <laughs> right, it's, okay. poop. it's poop, isn't it? Uh, so they use bioelectricity and they and they, and they have a little bioelectricity farm where I think they collect poop and turn it into electricity. Uh, really well does insulated. It, does it stink, the, 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 the bio farm? Nah, it doesn't. I walked past the facility, the part of the bio place, and it didn't smell at all. Okay. They must have really good filters. And I think when you're building something like that from scratch, you want to make sure that it's airtight, isn't it? 
Imagine that, smelling like a poop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really well insulated uh, lodges. How did I find out? Because I went there during the heat wave in the UK and walked in and it was blooming roasting, mate. Lovely. Uh, but there's no aircon because obviously that wouldn't be very eco-friendly. But man packed a fan. That fan saved my life. You know when you pack something and you, and you get on holiday and you're like, I'm so glad I packed you. For some people, it might be yeah. factor 50 sun cream. For others, it might be, I don't know, tea bags. Like my mum's proper old school. She wants to bring tea bags with her to America or whatever when she was tra- when we were allowed to travel. I'm like, all right, mum, you can get freaking, it's, you know. Did you, were there other people staying in the lodges next door? Yeah, there are 12 lodges. Stuff. Yes. Okay. Did, did, did they have fans? Nah, some of them, some of them looked like they didn't have fans. <laughs> so, so, so did you, did you go up to them and say, You've got no friends. <laughs> Is that, is that what you did? Nah, very tempted to, Nick. Oh, man, you've actually found a way to weave that clip into the show. Yes. Yes. Always do. Uh, yeah, so no, I, di- I didn't. But here's a trick, though, Nick. Yeah. They had a hot tub. So the trick is, is turn the hot tub down so that it's a cool tub, mini pool, mate. At night. A cold tub. <laughs> yes. Sounds weird, right? But when it's 35 degrees outside, yeah, UK, right? Fahrenheit or Celsius? I can't remember which one it is. It's Celsius, yeah, right? We're, we're Celsius, man. Yeah. Fa- Fa- Fahrenheit starts getting confusing. All the yeah. Americans start talking about like 80 degrees. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is, mate. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. leave it out. If we had 80 degrees over here, we'd all be dead. <laughs> Fucking, yes, we would literally just be little bits of skin on the floor with bones inside. Right, so yeah, 35 degrees, hot tub, turned it into a cold tub, mini pool. You call it a bath. I call it a mini pool with bubbles. And at night, turned it up and made it warm again. Boom. Smart move, that isn't it. So it sounds nice, to be fair, especially because uh, I know when you were there, when you like that week was the weather was <sighs> delish, mate. It was sensational. It was hotter than Barbados. You, Barbados, you timed it well as well because uh, the weather's gone shit again the past week and a bit. So you know you've you absolutely smashed it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're going to have another heat wave next week, aren't we? Mm, bullshit, man. My app ain't saying that. My Is app, it? My, my app saying twenty one. Oh, or maybe it's the week after that. I don't know. People what? have been going to me. Oh, it's going to be hot again next week, mate. In this country, it's not a heat wave unless it's above twenty five. In my opinion, I'm with you. All on this twenty one and that's a bit like still a bit like. Oh, I might need a light jacket. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> twenty five and up, we're talking like oh, shorts and t shirt all the way, baby. Hundred percent. Get that breeze flowing up in on my crotch. That's what yeah, I want. Exactly. Uh, uh, also, yeah. it was a thirty minute walk from the beach, which is nice. You could walk over to a little beach area, and. I learned a lot about myself on holiday this time, Nick. I learned a lot about myself. Like what? I learned I like to cook. I'm not saying I'm good at cooking, but I realised like when I'm not on holiday, I'm very functional with my eating. So I either eat because it's a free food at an event, which I eat loads of, or I eat because I've packed sensible packaged meals. Or I just eat because I need to put some calories in me. I don't think about why I eat, but bruv, I took time to have fun with my cooking, bro. I can't relate because I bloody hate cooking. (laughs) I I used to hate cooking, but imagine like a day where you've got nothing to do except for just fiddle around and cook something that you like. Would you hate that still? Are you just, are you not on that at all? I just don't like cooking. I just don't enjoy it. People go, oh, but you know, you, it's so therapeutic or, you know, like you make this amazing creation and it tastes delicious. And I'm like, yeah, but I'd much rather Deliveroo make that amazing, delicious creation and then just bring it to me and then I can just eat it and I don't have to do any of the work. I hear that, man. I hear, I hear that. That's nice to just chill and have, and there's certain foods, like I think when it comes to Asian cuisine, I'm not cooking it 
like the Asian man them. I'm not. I'm not doing it that, like that, bro. I can't get it to that level, right? You're not. You, so, so you're not trying to be like Jamie Oliver doing his <laughs> like jerk jerk rice or whatever he's doing. I'm not doing his jerk rice or his flipping egg fry rice with chili jam in it. That like Uncle Roger, the comedian, has absolutely rinsed him for. I'm not on that. But I am. I, I, it's. Do you know what it started off with, Nick? It started off with a bit of fishing at Cofton because they got a fishing lake. So I started. I started doing fishing, bro. I fished. Fishing fishing man you really are hitting your mid am <laughs> i sounding like a proper old fart you really are i love like, most it. people are like most young people are like i went on holiday uh, i had like a holiday romance thing you know what i mean and i went i hit the i hit the strip went to a few clubs and that you know what i mean mark is like when i started cooking <laughs> and i found that i really enjoyed it and then i went fishing yes i went to the fishing lake it was lovely it, it, brother it was it was not i learned brother i didn't know how to fish but i fished right and i realized I like fishing. So in the future, I, I like fishing and throwing the fish back, which is cool because you learn about the fish and nature and stuff. But like, it's Just, a technique. You know, that fish has now got a big fucking hole in its lips, but whatever. <laughs> nah, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Isn't it? Oh my gosh. Are people going to be, nah, they're fine. They were fine. Like they were fine. The fish were not, I didn't hurt any fish. No fish were killed while I was fishing. Um, but I tell you what though, what's not nice about fish? The fish don't smell. Fish are fine. The sweet corn that they eat is cool because that's how you catch the bigger fish. Sweet corn, right? It's maggots that smell, bro. Yeah, yeah, they stink, man. I didn't realize how much they smell. And when I got out there and started like throwing them in the water, because you like use them to bait the fish to get them a bit excited, I was like, right, they smell a bit. I didn't realize how much they smell when I th- until I threw a bunch of maggots into the water, and the wind blew back in my face and blew like maggot dust into my face. Luckily, yeah, I had sunglasses bro. on, bruv. That's that flavor. I do not wish that upon anyone and literally still taste it. Oh, bro, I could, it took me to, I had two showers and I was still like smelling underneath my fingernails. Like that's maggot yeah, juice. It's, it's horrible. It's so juice. like my, one of my mates, see when I, when I was growing up, yeah, my parents used to have a, they used to have a holiday home. Yeah. Like, like a caravan, but not, not one that you pull along, you know, one yeah. sta- is it called a static caravan? That's one the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had one of those in a place called Selsey Bill. And um, like one of my mates who, uh, I was friends with for a long time. We we kind of fell out of touch now. But when we were younger, he used to he used to fish. Mm. And we, we were young back then. I'm talking like 20, 30. No, young. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking like I'm talking like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, th- there was like streams and stuff on the campsite. So like we would go down to a stream, and, and it was like a fishing and tackle shop on the campsite as well. Yeah, so man. yeah, I know all about the maggot dust, maggot smell. It's horrible, brother. It's it stinks. Horrendous, absolutely. Yeah. So so what happened right with that, Nick? Is I d- you know you caught the fish? Did you have to throw your fish back as well? Well, it, 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 we did, but like there was no, you didn't like have to if you know what I mean. Yeah, we did. Cause we what, what were we going to do with it? Like you know, I I, I don't cook and. You know, it's, you're not going to, I don't know, keep it as a souvenir, are you? That's what I'm saying, Nick. So I wanted to eat, I wanted to eat the fish, bruv. I wanted to really? eat, the, I wanted to eat it what, so like, Take bad. all the bones out and all oh, that. I can't be asked for that. Bro, if I'm going to go through the effort of catching something, I want to eat it. So then it got me thinking. So I did have a little barbecue with me. So I did a little bit of barbecuing, got the coals going. I was like, yeah, this has scratched the man itch. You know, like the caveman itch, like the make fire, cook meat, eat, yeah. <laughs> I felt like that, but then I also wanted to take it a little bit further, bro. I thought, I'm on holiday, I've got a little bit of time, I don't mind cooking. I started messing around with this thing from Gosney called the Rock Box. And what it is, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna love, you're gonna fucking rinse me for this, but I flipping love this. Gosney make pizza ovens, like big ass 
pizza ovens, yeah. right? Like when you go to somewhere like a, a restaurant and it's got like uh, you know, wood oven pizza or like a proper pizza oven, these are the guys that make proper industrial pizza ovens. They've only gonna made a portable one, bruv, called the rock box from Gosney, a little a pizza oven that runs on wood or gas. And I was like, yo, Gosney, I'm going on holiday. I like to do a bit of cooking. Get me one of those rock boxes to try out for the man in the mirror at Tequila Now. And they were like, okay, yes, sir. But we cannot send you gas with it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, can you send me some wood? And they were like, yes. So they sent me wood, fired up the ting. Put, oh, by the way, made the dough. Yeah, did actually use a Jamie Oliver recipe for dough, <laughs> funnily enough, which was all right. Mm. Made the dough, got the pizza oven cooking, got it fired up. Bruv, fresh oven made pizza i mean it takes like 30 minutes to get the thing heated up i was cooking pizzas in like two minutes three minutes bruv yeah. i can't wait to have yeah, people great. over get one of these fired up and and, and start slamming down pizzas man telling you telling you delicious post-pandemic pizzas around marcus's bruv i'm 100 so, look as soon as we're allowed out outdoors it, more than six are allowed outdoors aren't they in england it's yeah. like the rules are all finished yeah bro. there you Everybody, go you can, you can do what you want there you go well, furthermore because it's portable you can fold it up i can throw it in the back of the car i'm gonna take it out somewhere nick you, uh, and you're a fussy eater do you like pizza margarita mate all right cool so if i got you if would you be cool i got some fresh dough pounded it out slapped it down put some you, tomato sauce yeah fresh tomatoes yeah Fresh basil, yeah. I mean, sprinkle oregano. I'm, I'm down. I'm All down. Right, cool. I'm gonna, gonna make you a pizza. Sounds good. I'm gonna make you a pizza. You think I'm joking, mate? I was so listen. I ma I made the dough from scratch. I cut up the tomatoes. I, I didn't make the mozzarella. Obviously, sprinkled that on, bruv. It felt. I honestly felt like I'd. Maybe I'm just sounding old. I don't care. But I'm telling it as it is. I enjoyed cooking. I think. I'm not saying I'm the best cook, Nick, but I really, bruv. Huh. Came back from that holiday feeling like man has accomplished man things. Also drunk a lot as well. Fantastic. I mean, that's a man thing as well. Though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I, honestly, I'm, I want to go back to Cofton next year. It's a nice part of the UK, especially if things get a bit topsy-turvy. Devon's not as far as Cornwall from London as well, because me and Nick are London-based. Um, but it felt like I was out of town, man. Friendly people. It's got all the yeah, facilities yeah. on site that you get at campsites. But I'll be real with you. I'm not that sociable a person. <laughs> <laughs> at the yeah. moment anyway so yeah man definitely do that bruv so that was my little holiday am i gone be honest nick am i sounding mad old now i mean a, a little bit but I, I say this as you know someone who is just jealous that you managed to get to go away. i haven't been anywhere in so long i mean i went to austria but that was for work uh, a couple of weeks back so like it's not the same although it was beautiful it was a like beautiful part of the world you know in the styrian mountains and hills but Ooh. like it's yeah. you're working mate you know so um yeah, I'm jealous. Basically, you had a little bit of downtime, man. Sounds sounds wicked. It was excellent, man. Did you did you get sun and hailstone? Oh, bruv, it was crazy. Yeah, because because you're in the mountains. Yeah, it's like the weather can change so quickly. You know, when people say that, it's like it's like I, di I didn't believe it. It's not, and, and the thing is, like, I'm not comparing where we were to anything close to the likes of Mount Everest. Yeah, but you hear these stories, don't you, about the weather changing on Mount Everest, like in the blink of an eye. Yeah, and it's like I can believe it now. Because it was where we were it was a place called Grimbach, and um, it's it's like is it a place where they only have old school grime artists where they go to retire and and one day <laughs> they're going to bring Grimbach? 
grind, grind. Oh, sorry. It, it would be it, it, that would have worked if it was grind back. <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> grind back. It's near a place called Hartburg, and yeah. um, basically, uh, you know, we, we were. It was beating sunshine. I'm talking like it was over 30 mm. degrees every single day. Oh. The sun was like pounding Jeez. down, and then within within 15 minutes the worst rain and hailstorm and you know thunder and lightning i've ever seen in real life wow you know, i've seen stuff like on you know like the internet and blah 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 but we're, we're quite lucky in the uk where we don't really have extreme weather here mm. um, we have just like shitty rain all year round but it's not extreme mm. and um yeah just it was nuts the hailstones were about the size of my thumbnail no probably even bigger i would Jeez. say like the hailstones were, 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 were about the size of a, this is this is obviously UK specific, but probably about the size of a 50 pence piece. You know what I mean? They were big. There was like someone's windscreen Whoa. got smashed by the by the hailstorm, you know, and, and everything. In, yeah, in didn't you have to run for cover, Nick? I was going to say, that's dangerous, bro. Yeah, yeah. We, we were, I was like, but the mad thing was where I was hiding, it was just like a little, above us was just like a little lip. Like, so we weren't like fully covered. It was a, like, you know, when it's just going up above your head a tiny little bit. Yeah. But then the angle of the hailstone started coming in towards <laughs> us. So it's like smacking me on the legs. I was like, we got to make a run for it. And uh. it, these, these hailstones were massive. But luckily the run for it was only, it was literally a two second run. But it's like the time in that two seconds, you got licked hard by these hailstones, <laughs> mate. You know what I mean? It was a nightmare, but yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good trip, man. You know, yeah, it looked like, wicked. It looked yeah, absolutely it was, wicked. It was nice to just get out of the country, to be honest. Yeah, you're the first out of us to go on a flight, man, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was mad as well, because obviously back then, the rules have changed slightly now, but back then, um, I had to quarantine when I came home and all of that. So like, I couldn't leave the house for five days. Um, and then uh, when I was going out there, because Austria they don't want no Delta variant mate of this COVID. So like you, you can't fly directly to Austria. So I had to fly from London to Paris and then get another flight from Paris to Ljubljana, which is the capital of Slovenia. And then I had to drive from Ljubljana to Austria across wow. the border. It was, it was mad. Yeah. So you're doing the equivalent of when like Amazon doesn't pay any taxes. You just stepped, kept to the rules, but did it your way. That's how we roll, baby. That's how we roll. Um, yeah, man. Oh, no, it sounds amazing. I can't wait to, to go out and about. But, I've, oh, mate, I've got a few things I've been doing. Oh, by the way, Nick, that pizza oven, I got so excited about it, I actually did my own little ropey YouTube video that I'm going to put together up on How to Clean Our YouTube. All shot with my phone. Bloody loved it, mate. Um, hashtag influencer, mate. Hashtag influenza. Uh, so, also, I invited you to this, Nick, but you, I think you were away. I went to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, the musical, the immersive experience. Took a mutual friend of ours, CJ Beats. He's also been on the show in the past as well. And we went to go and experience the War of the Worlds. Now, a lot of people might know about War of the Worlds because it's had, a, well, there's a second season that's actually just dropped on Amazon of the War of the Worlds show. You might have seen the one with Tom Cruise in it, or you might know the original novel by George Orwell. Yeah? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Have you experienced any of the War of the Worlds, Nick, at all? Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the movie with Tom Cruise in it, and I've actually been to this experience as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah! Yeah! You've been to this experience as well, oh, so we can we can we can talk about it like we've both been there together, but we haven't. So um, yeah, uh, so did you go with a few mates as well? Then I went ages ago. I went I went before the pandemic because um, oh. I don't I don't even know if it's in the same place now. I can't, was yours in like the bank kind of area yeah. somewhere? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So it must still be in the same place then. You go in there and it's, it's like when you walk in, it's like a bar kind of restaurant-y type place. And um, they they give you like a coloured wristband. Yeah. Um, and then when your colour gets called, that's when you go in, right? Same thing. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We had to wait for like a signal. So once we got in and kind of got all set up and we're good to go, um, we just waited for a yeah. signal, hopped in. And it was literally like um, full on immediately bruv like it's quite scary man isn't it yeah so it's like how this i would say how this immersive experience is different is that they kind of mix up there's a there's like a virtual reality part i'm trying to not spoil it there's a virtual reality part to it but there's also live actors and live scenes with special effects and nick uh there was a point early on when i had my head in my hands because i didn't <laughs> i didn't want to look anywhere not that i could see anyway because i was in the pitch black but it got a bit scary bro yeah, i know which bit you're on about yeah i know bro. i know which bit you're on about no spoilers and all of that bro. But like, it's you're, you're you're with you're with some other people i guess yeah is the is the were you sitting down or standing up uh i was sitting down i had to sit yeah, down so was and I. That, I know i know which point i know which bit you're on about yeah 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 it was um we were all sitting maybe because we were smaller groups i just want to say like you know they're their depiction of the Martians, because they're not aliens, their depiction of the Martians uh, is is something, you know, is something special. I mean, with Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, the immersive experience, I was... If you don't know about the Mar- if you don't know about the the Martians in the War of the Worlds, this is kind of a nice old school entry into how the original book went. But they kind of... I like the bits where they gave you a bit of VR as well, Nick. So you had to pop on a VR headset a few times, didn't you? And kind of experience different parts of it. Did you have that at the time? trying to remember if we had that at the time um i don't know if we did you know really that might that might be that might or, or, or did we mixed on we so much have. vi doesn't know we we might have because it was it was a, i went when this first opened so when it when it first opened i went with my boy dan so right. my, my, my memory of it is quite patchy fair enough because it was pro- it was probably about two maybe even three years ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've added some VR experiences in and they've actually managed to make the VR experiences physical as well. Um, so what they've done is uh, I can only presume like that, the people that are working on it, um, whilst that, whilst you're doing certain bits, they have, oh, yeah. we did, we did, we did wear VR headsets. We did. Cause there's a bit, there's a bit where, uh, how can I say this without any, without spoiling it for anyone. There's a, there's a bit where you have to get in something, yeah, uh, that move that moves. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I got yeah, in trouble because 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 we've. <laughs> I got to be honest, yeah, because because we're like we're in a slightly smaller group because of the pandemic and rules and stuff. So we had that area kind of mostly to ourselves, and there was another VR headset that I accidentally activated clearly for when there were more people allowed, and it meant that there was an extra character in the VR. But because the headset was on the floor. Um, of where we were sitting, it looked like there was an extra character with us just twerking along the floor <laughs> during the experience. Ah. <laughs> that was, I, I kept on trying to like move it around because I found it very hilarious at the time, uh, which I, I was very silly of me. But you know what? I'm a silly guy. But yeah, man, it was wicked. And I can't get the music, which is Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, the immersive experience musical music that. Dun, 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 so yeah if you do know about war of the worlds it's definitely a new way of experiencing it if you are not aware of what war of the worlds is about check it out man it's a classic bit of sci-fi that has inspired movies tv shows it's good to know 
uh, where, where it kind of came from, man. George Orwell, one of the a prolific sci-fi writer as well, man. 100%. So shout out to the guys for sending us along to that. Another thing that I was at, Space Jam. I went and saw Space Jam, uh, the new iteration of the movie, which came out 25, ooh, 26 years after the original. It's as if Michael Jordan made the franchise sign a contract, which meant they couldn't work with anyone else for 25 years. So on the 26th year uh, after it came out, they've done the, the version with our boy King James. A lot of people, the first thing they asked me about Space Jam, Nick, was, is it the same as or better than the Michael Jordan version? To which I said, don't be stupid because... That was a classic. That was 25 years ago. That's like me going, oh, Nick, I like the new Drake album. You're going, yeah, but is it better than Biggie Small's Life After Death? I'm like, bruv, don't try and compare these two films. Um, it's a different time now. Um, but basically, it's the same premise. Basketballer uh, gets transported into the Looney Tunes world with a digital twist. And basically, we see uh, LeBron James uh, trying to save his family by playing the thing that he knows how to do best basketball bruv um yeah man well, he should be he should be pretty fucking good at it then really shouldn't he they should be safe yeah if he can't save his family by playing basketball we're all fucked <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah man I, I mean obviously there's a little twist in it which means that he has to overcome some challenges and they put a nice little digital like 2021 vibe on it don cheadle absolutely smacks it he plays this character called algo rhythm aka al um he smacks it his acting's fantastic i mean he i feel like he's underrated sometimes but he really brings like this whole theatric vibe to the show mm. um and yeah man it's a good family film there's a couple of adult jokes in there they definitely rinse lebron james for his classic uh uh, cross, cross through the middle like bouncing the ball through the middle of his legs taking a step to the right shot I don't know what that is I'm not that big in basketball but I know that that's like his move and everyone calls it boring but it's effective they gun him for that a bit um, Bugs Bunny comes and kicks ass in the film as well as per usual yeah it's a fun little watch man good family flick not not annoying not stressful nice and chill do you know what I mean that's good decent decent also watched Suicide Squad last week hey <laughs> Nick Nick bruv how it, was it bruv Bruh, for the first, let me just say this and shout out to the guys at, at, at Warner Brothers for sending me along to this as well, right? I'm going to word this in a way that might rub them up the wrong way, but I've got to say, look, for the first time in a long time, and this is excluding the Joker film, I felt like DC was doing things without looking over there at Marvel and trying to be like them for the first fucking time. And it was so refreshing James Gunn's Suicide Squad is nothing like a Marvel film and they revel in it and that is where the beginning of it being good starts do you know what I mean I feel like they rushed the Justice League I feel like they rushed through how are we going to watch the Justice League and then Aquaman afterwards bruv that's not how it works I'm supposed to see all the origin films then the Justice League do you know what I mean but it's like they wanted to be like yeah Avengers let's go and do that so I was like no 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 but with this bro it's kick-ass and it's James Gunn yeah he kind of knows the formula to make a to make a, a a hero movie right or an anti-hero movie and he just ticks all the boxes in this bruv it's mental it's uh it's starring some Suicide Squad members that you will recognize from the past and also has some new characters in there as well um and there's a few little things that they mess up like King Shark like one of the characters he's supposed to be really fast but they make him kind of slow in this I know a couple of the comic book guys were cussing him about that but bruv um Idris Elba's in it Nick and um 
He does a better job than Will Smith did in the last Suicide Squad, bro. <laughs> I mean, Will Smith got kind of... Yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't get a lot of love. Yeah, man. Way. I got a lot of love for Will Smith, but Idris Elba came in and kicked the shit out of it. He was kind of, if I'm honest, he was he was a scene stealer, bruv. He, he, he just stole the scenes. Like, put, seeing him next to Margot Robbie and the rest of the gang, he he owned it, bro. He's that guy, you know. I, I, like, I rated Idris Elba, but I wasn't sure how he'd fare center villain i know he's been in like star trek he's been loads of things but i didn't know how he'd fare in the film but yeah man he does his job bruv does his job um and yeah it's i think again i gotta be careful not to spoil it but james gunn done this thing where he makes you feel like any character can get it at any point so it's no one's like, safe yeah it's, it's it it's like um the movie version of game of thrones yes yes nick a hundred percent so he sets it up in a way where you were like flip at any point this could go a bit left for anyone and that puts you on edge totally throughout the film Uh, another great character this is the only thing that i felt lent into the marvel world a bit using a wrestler as the big dumb brute was was um john cena so yeah john cena uh he He's actually quite funny. Um, um, he's actually quite funny. I mean, the character that John Cena is playing is called Peacemaker, and it's kind of like this weird play on Captain America, but like America version of him. So he's kind of like, you know, I'll do anything for peace. Like, you know, if I need to put a rocket in someone's ass and explode them, then I'll do that for peace, for America, for peace. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So he, he plays yeah, that yeah. quite well. Um, and graphically, I mean, you do. I mean, it's 2021 now, so I'm only expecting high-end graphics. So the, so the special effects are fantastic. There are some bits of slapstick in there that I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. Some of the stuff I was like, it's a bit slapsticky. But then, I don't know. There's a scene with Margot Robbie, like a Harley Quinn, where she does this move and i'm like bruv there's no way she's strong enough to do that right she does this mad pull up and i'm like no way can she do that but then i was like hang on i'm watching a hero film where these guys do mad <laughs> stuff and then like idris elba has, does this kind of like acne scene where he f- takes this mad drop and i'm like nah that would kill anyone like there's no way someone could be that lucky to survive it but then when i got my head around those being like look it's fucking hell it's it's, a, it's not a documentary yeah. i was like yeah decent film and i will say it again for the first time without looking at, at, at the Joker, DC are being DC, which is adult, darker, not trying to be Avengers, bruv. Not trying to look at Disney and trying to copy what they do. So a great film. I would pay to go and watch it, even though I was sent to go and watch it <laughs> for free <laughs> uh, by, by WB, man. And I know that they're funny about talking about Disney and Marvel and stuff, but you can't talk about hero flicks or anti-hero flicks without talking about uh, Marvel and DC in the same conversation. So give us more of that shit, man. Bring yeah, us yeah. the next one. Keep James Gunn on board. Keep that formula. Like, because we need that. We don't need hero films where we know everyone's going to live. Like the fact that Iron Man died, that threw us, didn't it? in avengers so keep us on edge man make us feel like anyone can get it spoiler yeah. alert for anybody who hasn't um you know seen all of the uh <laughs> all of the avengers right there. yeah iron man dies yeah iron man dies and 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 thor cuts off thanos's head yeah fuck you <laughs> um nick also one thing that you did right that is there's a sport like, i'm not the sportiest guy but i'll tell you what my my social media has been blowing up nick with this new style of cricket called the 100. 
The hundred, just the hundred. See, I don't know enough about it, so I'm calling it the one hundred. The- <laughs> Sorry, mate. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Just the hundred. So yeah, it's basically like... The England and Wales Cricket Board over here have decided that they want to try to engage uh, new cricket fans, essentially, because cricket is viewed by many people and, you know, rightly or wrongly, I'm not here to judge, but it's viewed by many people as, as quite boring, quite old man like, you know, um, and just if you're if you're not into it, you're just not going to ever want to go and watch a cricket match. So the ECB um, have decided that they need to try to engage new fans, which for me is a good thing. Like you have to evolve or be extinct in this world. You know, a lot, a lot of people think, look at Nokia and, you know, Blackberry. People think they can carry on doing the same thing and stay on top. Nah, mm-hmm. bruv. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have, to, you have to keep trying to constantly better yourself. And um, essentially what this is, is really easy to follow. You know, where test cricket, which is the version of cricket where they all wear white, and then like the game, the games go on for five days all day. Yeah? So it goes on for so long that they have, they have like a lunch break where all the players all go off and have lunch. And then, and then you think I'm joking. Then they have a dinner break later on. They all go off again and have dinner and then come back and play some more after dinner. Like it goes on for five days and it could finish in a draw after five days. You know what I mean? So like they've realized they need to do something that, invigorates and excites new fans and that's what the hundred is essentially so how it works is each team has a hundred balls exactly what it says on the tin so each team has a hundred balls to post um to post their score so the team that bats first they get their hundred balls and say like they post 122 the team that come in next they have to beat that 122 in their hundred balls that's it you know what i mean like there are like little kind of quirks to add to that but like you don't really need to know about those. That the, the long and short of it is each team has 100 balls. Whoever has the highest score at the end is the winner. Finally, they've made it into a sport I can understand. And, and, and the thing is about the 100 balls as well, because like I said about test cricket, yeah, sometimes in test cricket, because it goes on for five days, 
they, they, they take it really easy. The bat, the bats, the batters take it really easy. And this is, that's not a criticism because that's just the way the game is. You know, they'll just like block the ball as opposed to like, they won't, they won't be very attacking when they're batting in the hundred, because you've only got a hundred balls, which sounds like a lot when you say a hundred balls, but it's not a lot. It's like in cricket, it's the, it's the shortest form of cricket that there is. Mm. Um, basically the batters just have to go from it from the start. They're, they're, they're like trying to smash it out of the ground from the start. So it's, it's more exciting and like there's like pyrotechnics fireworks you know like foot fire when there's a boundary there's a dj at every ground because the uh the hundred have teamed up with bbc music introducing so abby mccarthy because i i'm at the oval uh which is in south london yeah and the team that i'm representing is the oval invincibles uh because i'm 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 the host in the stadium and like Abby McCarthy's the DJ. We've got a guy called Omar Howard um, who's hosting with me as well. Really good guy. And uh, yeah, it's just a vibe, mate. You know, and we, we, we have people performing during the mid innings. It's very different to what cricket has ever seen before. So it feels like they've added that kind of NBA slash Super Bowl, Super Bowl vibe to it. You've got a DJ at the cricket. Oh, that's yeah, sick. So- Anytime there's like a boundary or a wicket or anything like that, the DJ has to like drop a banger and, and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like I say, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of it um, because it's a, it's a, it's a new tournament. This is the very first time that the competition has, has been on and people were a little bit like apprehensive as in like, what's it going to be like? There, there were a lot of haters mm-hmm. in terms of the traditional cricket fans. They, they were against it when it got announced so anytime people were talking about the hundred on social media, it would, you would normally have traditional cricket fans finding your tweets and just saying <laughs> that it's going to be a load of shit. They, yeah, just moaning and stuff. Um, but you know, it, it it doesn't really matter what they think because most of the the games, the, the crowds are absolutely massive. Like last night at the Oval, we had twenty twenty two thousand uh, capacity crowd in, uh, and you can't argue with that, mate. You know what I mean? So it is what it is nice was it a little bit of like a was it like a festival kind of experience as well i feel like it's kind of got um, like an energy like i, I mean look yeah, just, it's just from me looking at social media mate i guess so because like at cricket as well like when you go under the stands you know like where you normally go to get a beer or whatever yeah. like there's a lot more space than at football for example so like under the stands they have like uh, food trucks and stuff like that that come in and that do like loads of different types of foods. It's not like you could just get a shit burger and a beer. It's like you've got all these like little artisan type places. So yes, you know, like when you go to festivals, they've got all the different food yeah. kind of. So but yeah, so I guess in a way, yeah. And then you're obviously watching the cricket and soaking in the vibes. Wait, I need to <laughs> Nick. You need to take me down to one of these spots. There's one of the guys who's who's, who's who's at the beginning of this. I think I might have to pull the mate card. Yeah, Nick, mate, bring me along, bro. I'll, I'll carry your um, I'll carry your cricket balls. I'll carry your microphone. I'll carry your earpiece, bro. Whatever you need. I mean, this is a good thing because I don't think we've seen many responses in sport in our lifetime where they've actively tried to get a younger audience. Because I feel like cricket is seen as uh, old boring sport and i i can feel the energy through social media like looking at it looking at the post i'm like this looks like even if i wasn't into cricket this could be something that i went over to and that's how you get people into a new sport when they go you know what i'll just i'll turn up i'll have a go and then they'll be like actually you know what this is all right i'm exactly paying attention and if there's brand new teams you can pick a new team you can support that team but i was with that team from the get-go Mate, so, the yeah. amount of people that we've chatted to just in the stadium who 
have never been to a match before uh, and they were like you know I've really enjoyed the I've really enjoyed this tonight I never thought I would have liked a cricket uh, a cricket match before but this has been like amazing because it's just different bruv you know there's a there's a, there's a lot more thought has gone into um the production and the presentation of the match as opposed to just relying on the match being the thing that you know gets 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 you through and as you rightfully point out a lot of the time sport are quite that they know they've got a captive audience you know people are going to tune in anyway because they want to see the sport but that's that's only if you're engaging new fans like cricket because it's quite a gentlemanly game and and all of that they have to try and do something more to engage people to to start following the sport and at the end of the day look you know humans are creatures of habit we don't like change and I get that I'm not criticizing anybody for that but equally if you're a fan of cricket and you want to see it survive and strive and you know potentially grow and become even bigger you have to do something new you know to have something you've never had you have to do something you've never done so yeah that's why it's great to see the ECB doing this I mean yeah I mean it totally makes sense bruv I just feel like they've actually yeah they've they've managed to revive it and take and and you know it's not always every day I say this sometimes you got to learn from the Americans bro we've done it we've done it man here's here's to it I look forward for Look forward to going and having a day out. Enjoy it. And it makes sense. A hundred balls. So now, now as a team as well, you experience the pressure of the team. And I suppose as the sport, as, as people get tactics moving forward, we're going to see games where like, imagine a game where it's one on the 99th ball or the hundredth ball and someone smacks a six or something. We've already Bruh. seen st- like really? similar, similar scenes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like most, most of the games are extremely close going into the last kind of, you know, couple of balls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, they, that, that's that, that's why this format is so exciting as well. Because normally fantastic. the chase, the chase is very close. Fantastic, fantastic. Wow, well, I looked at checking out more of that man, and and yeah, man, that's wicked. Well, um, yeah, I mean that. Look, that's an extra link for your review episode where me and Nick have gone through everything we've done. Have got anything else you want to bring to the table, Nick? You trying out? That's that's about it. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm just working non-stop at the moment, but loving it. You know, oh, it's a hard life, isn't it? All that money, cat, and all that money coming in, Nick, isn't it? Mate, it ain't even about the money. It's just about getting out of the house. So <laughs> you know, that's what it's about for me. I hear that, man. I hear that. Well, actually, Nick and I have actually got going to be getting our hands on something this week that we'll be able to talk about next episode. We'll be sharing. Is it a shared experience of sorts um, that we'll be discussing next week? Uh, and until then, make sure you keep enjoying the episodes that we got in our free backlog of episodes. If you want to enjoy a few extra tech stories, head over to our Patreon where we drop Patreon exclusive content. Actually, there's an episode that we drop every single time we drop one on our main feed which is exclusively for, exclusively for our patrons and you get this episode early you also get uh the free episode uh, the all everything on this feed early and without adverts as well so head over there click 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 on the patreon and give us some extra support we appreciate it, it helps us keep doing what we're doing you have been nick right he has been Marcus Bronzy. And we have been How to Kill an Hour. How to Kill an Hour is created by myself, Marcus Bronzy, and Nick Bright. Produced by Billy. Sound designed by James Sloan. And listened to by absolute flipping legends. You. Thank you very much for listening to us. We'll be in your ear holes real soon. Until next time, stay blessed. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>